Welcome to the trials and tribulations of a 40-something. My name is Amanda and my main goal with this podcast is to share other people's journey. How they faced challenges and struggles but yet turned their lives around. If this can give another person a sense of hope that they can do the same and move forward in a positive way, well then I am fulfilling my goal. Today I was joined by Alan Wallace, the Managing Director of All The Way Creative. When you look at Alan's social media, it oozes positivity. However, like most people, he has had his fair share of challenges along the way. One being ME, which left him pretty much bedbound for five years. However, he always knew he was here for greater things and with inner strength, resilience, grit and sheer determination, he is now living his best life. Hey Amanda. Hello Alan, how are you? Very good, how are you Amanda? I'm very well. I was uh, about to pour a glass of wine and then you said you were having a herbal tea so I thought, um, maybe not. (laughs) Well, you're going to have a glass of wine, no problem. (laughs) Or a bottle. Um, But first things first, before we get started, is the hair looking okay? Yep, the hair is looking good. I know (laughs) know, know nobody can see it but I'm telling you, it's, it's sitting really good. Is it on flake? It is. It absolutely is. <laughs> um, welcome, Alan. And thank you for joining me on my podcast, uh, The Trials and Tribulations of a 40-something. <laughs> Pleasure to be here, Amanda. Yes. Yeah, sure. What else would you be doing on a Wednesday evening? Well, do you know what? I wouldn't be, do- wouldn't be doing too much. <laughs> Just taking it easy? Yep taking it easy well um alan you are a a marketing director i believe but something tells me there are a few strings to your bow yes so i have a marketing company all the way creative based in belfast city center and yes i suppose i would be i would be involved in different things and run events and um Whilst I do run a page, Insta Belfast, which is a tourism page. A lot of people actually know me through it. Um, I've been involved in a lot of different things, I suppose, Amanda, but mainly my day job is marketing. And has that always been your purpose, passion? Do you know what? I suppose it took me a while to really find what I wanted to do, but I just knew that um, one day you have my own business. And I absolutely love marketing now. Um, honestly, I can say that I'm doing something that I really, really love. Every day is different, there's new challenges. And thankfully, I never wake up um, dreading getting into work. That's half the battle, isn't it? Yeah, for sure. Um, no, I had I'd noticed you'd come up on my in, Insta feed, um, mm-hmm. and it, your, uh, your page kind of oozes positivity. Mm. and um as i said the trials and tribulations is what my podcast is called and um as i was saying to you very well the most the people that i've been chatting to on here and anyone that listen to me <laughs> is that very few people get through life without some kind of challenge or Absolutely. some kind of pain or trauma or loss or grief or struggle mm. um but kind of managed to turn their life around in a positive way have you always been a glass half full kind of a guy glass half full I was actually thinking when you said glass full half full I forget what way it's meant to be around <laughs> and the glass half half there full like yes I know what you mean do you know what Amanda see to be honest I have been a positive type person for years um I really have been I can t- I can tell you about my personal story I've I've definitely had my challenges Okay. But um, I have to say, do you know what? I just from I've all, I'll tell you this here. I always had a feeling that I was made for more than a normal life. Always had that. And um, suppose one of the things I realise is that one of my biggest fears in life that that just wasn't true. That I was just made for a normal life, and that that their feeling that I had inside that I was made for more maybe wasn't true. And I uh, suppose it took me, I only realised that maybe, maybe a couple of years ago that, you know, what one of my biggest fears is um, maybe I'm just ordinary. Maybe everybody has that feeling. Um, now, what do you mean by that 
I kind of, I, I know what you mean, but just to elaborate a wee bit more on the feeling of, no, did you feel as if you were like confined, like in a box and you needed to live life in a certain way, even though you wanted to do um, so much more? I basically had a feeling for years since I was younger. Do you know what? I, I don't know what it is, but my life is, I'm, I'm not going to live a normal life. I know maybe maybe I mean I did I knew I wasn't going to work a normal job. I'm not going to. It's hard to put it in words, man. To be honest, with basically it's more like it's this here. I I I well here here's out and out. You say it. Maybe a lot of people do feel this. I felt I was quite special. That there was something for me to do in this world, and it was to do with impacting people. Wow. And um, that's that's a passion. I'll tell you this here, Amanda. I was about eleven years old, and I was I was going in these here. Um, trips away. Maybe this is why why I believe this. I was going like um like these youth group trips, and you went hiking, you did absi, and did lots of stuff. Yeah. And the guy that was taking these trips away, he he basically said to me a couple of things. He, he actually told me a couple of life lessons that I've never forgot. And one of them was he he said to me, "You're a leader." Now I didn't even know what a leader meant, but I I knew that he read these John Maxwell books, these personal development books. And I was very interested in knowing what a leader was. Uh-huh. And even though I didn't feel like I, I, I respected him and you, he said something to me, you know, and I had a feeling that I am a leader. And another thing he, he taught me was he looked at a door and he says, Alan, if you aim for the top of the door and miss, you might hit the, the door handle. And he says, okay. but if you, if you aim for the ceiling and miss, you might hit the top of the door. And for me, that always inspired me to think big and to dream big. So, I, I had them sort of things, them seeds planted in my mind when I was younger, like I'm a leader and to dream big and that. And um, it didn't quite resonate with me, like how much of that would shape and impact my life. Um, I suppose um, to, well, I'll, I'll go ahead and tell you about my journey, but yeah, yeah. before that, um, I want to say back to that there feeling of um, feeling special or that. I don't know if people feel this in life. Do you know what I mean? If people feel that, you know, I'm made for more or, you know, but especially people who are in the personal development, like I've been reading probably personal development books since I was about, I would say early 20s. Mm-hmm. Maybe I, like I, I actually look on my Amazon, um, my Amazon reading list and, and see the books I was reading years ago. And, um, you know. I think you hit the nail on the head there with the, um, people who follow the personal development because mm. like yourself it's something I've been on for many years and it is that kind of in your head and your heart and your gut that you're thinking no there, there's more. there has mm. to be more than this yeah yeah that yeah that's exactly that and and then you wonder like it's, it's what I realized Amanda very quickly or not very quickly sorry but what I realized over time was that I was reading all these books and I loved books. And I mean, I, I, I was getting excited about books, but the reality of it was I was reading books, getting excited about other people who were living a life that was so far removed from what I was reading. I was get excited about the possibility of things being different or having more in life. But the reality was I was never seeing it. And I guess I, I went through a journey over the last couple of years. I'll, I'll backtrack then. I'll tell you where I am now, but of basically turning my back on personal development. Yeah. And not in the sense that I'm not interested in reading books or I'm interested in learning. But I realized that I'm enough and that what I need in life is not to be found in a book. Maybe a better way to put it is this, Amanda. If we burnt all the personal development books in the world and all the CDs, no teachings, no nothing, who would you be today? Who would you be brave enough to be today? Because I'm telling you, that person's deep inside you. It's not in a book. And that's the way I've been living the last couple of years. And it's absolutely radically transformed my life. Because the secret to living my life to the full today is absolutely found inside me. It's found inside Mm -hmm. the person I want to be deep down. So I'm going to go back. I'm going to go right back to Sam 37 now. And I'm sure you'll say I don't look it. Because... um, how did you know that's what I was gonna say? Because <laughs> everyone says that I don't. I don't. I look. I look. I look young and fresh and fit and healthy and you know vibrant. 
Um, do, do you remember what the name of this is? Trials and Tribulations of a 40-something that I've asked yes. you? <laughs> yes. Yes. You, do. you don't look 37, Al. I'll humor mm. you. <laughs> don't. But okay, so we'll, we'll give you, I'll give you a, quite a, a quick update of my life. So I, I went to, I went to, I was born in Ballymena, lived in Ballymena, grew up in like a kind of a house in the state area, um, low-income family, and just uh, enjoyed enjoyed my childhood, playing football, having a crack, not getting educated. It was, it was that when the high school was quite, um, let's just say everyone was having the crack and just education wasn't really valued. Yeah. And um, I was never pushed in a way. Like I was brought up in like a loving home, but never... Um, like, what can I say? I was never really made to sit down and do your homework or anything like that. Do you know what I mean? It was yes. like, yeah. I think my mum just didn't know. My mum and stepdad didn't know how to really maybe show or get me to sit down and do my work. You know what I mean? It was just like, whatever, right? I was kind of more, if I had homework to do, I needed to do it and I needed to take responsibility, you know? Yes, that and if it wasn't done, way. it wasn't done. Yeah, yeah. So anyway, but it was kind of, I, I always had a feeling that, Especially my mum. My mum's kind of has the attitude towards me as if, if I if I told her I, I, I was going to do something, she'd just be so supportive and so believing in me, you know. Mm-hmm. And so it was a good good nurturing environment. It wasn't. It just wasn't pushed, you know. So I left school with um, no education at all. Didn't yeah. even care. I just thought, don't even know what I'm going to do. Um, I kind of always had a feeling, you know, I want to do my own business, but I just wasn't switched on. I basically went through school which you can only look back on see that it was kind of half asleep mm-hmm. and then um anyway let's fast forward to it was 22 because um when i was 22 years old living in belfast i was working for this fundraising company where i was um i was actually training staff how to like um how to basically it was the it was the time when people stopped people in the street and like um signed them up to the charities so i started off in that position which i absolutely loved because i love talking to people and love trying to convince people and then I was so good at it that I started like, training the staff up and I was buzzing, really, really loving it. Um, but basically when I was 22, I took quite on well very quickly with a condition that was known as like chronic fatigue syndrome. And okay. for, I would say, 17 months, I had to move back to my family home. 17 months, I was like housebound, bedbound most of the time. I was wow. down to never nine stone. I couldn't stand up in the shower. I was just Jesus. absolutely drained, drained of energy. And um, the bigger story of that, um, Amanda, was I um, I actually didn't get better until I was 27 years old, so 10 years ago. So I was wow. I was sick from like basically 22 to 27. No qualifications. Didn't know what I was going to do because I've been sick for five years. But the interesting thing is if you looked at my Amazon reading list, you would see that I was reading books uh-huh. about business, about motivation, about all this good stuff. I hadn't, hadn't lost the fire inside. Yeah. And I basically thought to myself, when I get better, because I had a belief that it would get better, I thought, when I get better, I'm going to do everything that I ever wanted to do in the world and just really appreciate my health and go for everything. So it was quite a journey how how yeah. I got better and, and kind of going through all that. I mean, Your um, friend was there. I was just, I was just a whole, I was a, it was a long drawn out process anyway, getting better. And even, even when I did start feeling better, just to let you know this, when I went back from when you're in, in the house, if you're sick for a while, whatever it is, when you go outside again, I had high anxiety because I wasn't used to being around people. Yeah. People would drain me, my energy would drain. Lots, lots of challenges that way, do you know what I mean? Yeah. So I'm telling you this because I want to let you know is that I know what it's like to feel highly vulnerable, to feel uh-huh. like a child, to feel 27, no qualifications, and to feel mm, this is an uphill battle. But, where do what where do I go? Where do I turn yes. at twenty seven? How do I start again? Yeah, because a lot of people, if they didn't go to uni by the time they're twenty four, that they feel like oh, I'm really old or whatever. And um, what did it happened have a was, effect, sorry, Alan, did it have a knock on effect like with your confidence? Even though you were doing like reading all those books and all that kind of stuff, but at twenty seven, did it have a an effect on your confidence and your self belief, or did you really firmly believe within you? Right, and even though at 27 I am starting again, so to speak, um, mm. I know I can do it. It doesn't matter that I don't have any qualifications. I know I will achieve what I want to achieve. No, I, to be honest, I didn't know. I didn't know what was going to happen next. I didn't at all. Be lying if I said I did. 
what mm. I knew was that I am I'm starting from scratch and the eight or them five years of my life were going to be a waste mm-hmm. or I'm going to build an incredible story that's going to inspire other people. And I just had a fire inside myself. For the, I'll tell you this, the chronic fatigue thing for a start, there's 9,000 people in Northern Ireland have that condition. There's a quarter of a million in the UK. Is there's that AME? Alan, no. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. So it's very, very misunderstood illness. People think it's in people's head. There's lots of things around it. But what I am really struck by is wherever, wherever people think about it, there's, there's thousands of people even in Northern Ireland at the moment, and they're housebound, bedbound, or they're, and even with other conditions, they're, they're isolated, they're alone, and they're not feeling much hope for the future. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it's just, um, there's a lot of forgotten people out there. And, you know, even my story, like, I, I wouldn't really tell people, like, I had this before, or don't, you know, a lot of people wouldn't even know I was sick unless, I've, I've shared it a few times publicly, but, I mean, the thing is, I want to build an inspiring people or inspiring story, but I also want to inspire people who maybe are sick in a similar thing, or maybe have a, not not sick, they maybe have some sort of setback that they feel, oh, that was a challenge I, I can't overcome. Yeah. And um, what I did was I... <laughs> I didn't plan this out, so I want to say that first of all. I didn't plan every step out. Some things happened that I couldn't imagine happen. I knew I wanted to build an inspiring story, but um, basically, a year a year into me getting better, I basically went from sick bed to catwalk. I signed mm-hmm. the modelling agency in Belfast. I did lots of billboard stuff, lots of different catwalks. I did lots of different like, TV stuff as well. And I also then went back. I wanted to study, so I went and did it. And how do you do? Oh, whoa, 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 hold on a second. Right, hold on, hold on. Right. Okay, sorry, get off one. <laughs> backtrack slightly. How did you go so? No, I don't mean so quickly, but I mean after five years of how you were feeling to turn it around. Like, mm. was that over? Like. Did that happen pretty quickly then, once no. you did? Right, okay. What, what happened was, so when I was, um, when I was, I was feeling quite weak and drained and vulnerable, as you can imagine, it was nine yes. stone. What I did was I started taking weight gain drink and I thought I'm going to build my weight up. I started doing very practical stuff. Uh-huh. Then I got weights for the house and it might sound strange because no energy, but I thought I'm going to push myself. I just thought I have to push myself. I actually got to the stage where, because, you know, it was maybe four years in me being sick and I'm not going to get better. I don't know. Sometimes when you're feeling sick, like with a flu or whatever it is, you kind of just rest up and you think you get better. But what I realized with this condition was me resting up isn't getting me better. And I got to a place where I was, I just thought to myself, I have nothing to lose. I'm going to push my body. And I thought I'm going to even push through the fear of, uh, there was. I remember back then. I was scared of when I was going outside and felt really drained. I was scared. What if I faint and uh-huh. I'm I'm somewhere like I was one of the fears. And I just lost that fear. I actually just became came in a place where I thought, do you know what? I'm going to get better or I'm going to die trying. And it was honestly that real. It was honestly like I was. I became obsessed about it to the point that I, jo- I joined the gym. I had to get a lift to the gym and I was very very anxious in it. So I had to put earphones in. I went in and trained a bit, so I had some, I, but what was weird was, see, when I went outside of that gym and back home, I uh-huh. felt I felt weak again still. I felt absolutely exhausted me. But I'll tell you, there was, a, there was a really interesting turning point. What I realized was my body started to change, and I started to look stronger in the mirror, uh-huh. but I felt just as weak inside. Right, okay. And what I realized is what had started physically had started to impact me mentally. So even though I was physically getting stronger, in my mind I was weak. And then I realized that a lot of, because I was so opposed to it even been in my mind, because I knew here yeah, I'm a person that's never sick, of course that was never in my mind. What I realized was that if you're in the house sick and you're always getting up and you're always kind of checking your body, how do I feel the day? Mm-hmm. You become in your head very, very quick. And yeah. what was a triggering point to me even to think that way was 
I heard of someone had grandeur fever and they were in the house for six weeks. And I don't know where I've seen this at or heard it, but they were in the house for six weeks and they said when they started coming back out into normal life, it was exhausting that made them feel a bit anxious. Uh-huh. I thought, flip me. If that happened to someone after six weeks, how much more me? So there was a realisation process, then there was a pushing through process, and then, uh, I, and then I got to a point where I was going to the gym every day, but I, was, I wasn't working, I wasn't doing anything else. I was still trying to get myself you know, back to normality. And suppose some of the things I did was I signed up to an access course, so mm-hmm. it was equivalent to like three A-levels, um, and I did it. And while I was doing it, I started doing the sort of modelling, promotional sort of stuff. I, by the way, I'll say this, so 10 years ago, um, or when I so when I was twenty seven, when I was moving to Belfast, I didn't know anybody. Like mm-hmm. I didn't know the network I know now. So basically, I knew nobody. Uh, well, I had a friend Mark actually. I can't say I know nobody, but I mean I don't know <laughs> all <laughs> the people that Mark? you know. I know now. Do you know what I mean? I sort of yes. knew nobody yeah. that way, and um, I basically then went to university and studied communication with advertising degree, and then just two years ago. Or, no, sorry. Last year, I think was my f- I finished my master's in business development and innovation. So I went from I, I just thought to myself, do you know what? I wasn't in the education, but let's let's see if I can get an education. I got to master's level, and I thought, you know, that's that goal achieved. And suppose when I was in uni, and I think first year uni was when I really started my business. But this year has basically been my first year out of university, fully focused on my business. You know. That is like you're I'm just as I'm listening to your story, your inner strength is unreal because but you I'm sure you know this yourself, like whenever, you know, if somebody is sick for a little while, it can completely yeah. knock them like it just floors them and it takes a lot to sort of get back up and get out again. But for five years you were feeling like that, like and to still yeah. have the desire and the fire in your belly to go right okay this isn't going to define me I I have these things that I want to achieve like even as I said it can completely knock someone's confidence their self-belief and it's just like no I'm not even but you, you it like five years of suffering that and to still mm. you know go back to uni and and I just I'm well impressed Alan I have to say do you know what it was? It was when when you're sick for that long, you have a lot of time to think and you're thinking, you know, especially when I was into reading their books and all before, I thought, is this is this all my life is? Do you know what I mean? And it, it got me to pause, reflect and think about life and think about what you want. And it just gave me a drive to, do you know what? Go after all you want. Like, I didn't mm-hmm. care. I only I started first year in uni when I was 31. A lot of people wow. would be scared to do that because they think they're too old. But do you know what the amazing reality is, Amanda? If I was to compare myself when I was 27 to someone else my age, you know, 27, I could be easily thinking, oh, they're my, they've kids, they've this, they've that, blah, 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 yeah. whatever, you know? Yeah. Everyone has and not that I would never comparison life anyway, yeah. but, but, but just to say this, if I, that, so me back then, if I had it compared, then I would have been thinking, oh, they've so much and they've this, blah, blah, blah. But now, if I compared to what I thought success looked like back then to now, mm-hmm. I would be like, I wouldn't want their life. There's no way. Because I'm living in absolute abundance now, you know? I know, you can even, and, you can hear it in your voice. Like, you're just, but can I ask you just a wee question? You see, before yeah. you took sick, yes. were, when you look back, because, you know, different ones that I've been yes. chatting to on here, um, a few of them have gone through, like, the sickness and things to get there, and the number one cause of it, well, their particular sickness was down to stress. Mm. When, when you look back, were you, like, in the lead up to you taking sick, did it kind of take you from left field? Did it just come on all of a sudden? Or was there a, a build-up? Can you, like, pinpoint, right, okay, this was going on or that was going on? and Or was it just one of those unfortunate things? Do you know what? There, 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 there was a, there's probably a lot of stuff going on because I was, I was, I was, I was buzzing and loving life, but probably not looking after myself and maybe not eating properly, not sleeping properly, just not knowing, like being a young man, not really knowing how to, you know, <laughs> look after candle. myself really, you know. So yeah, there was a lot. Yeah, 
if I would have said it was probably, do you know what I mean? But different stressors and stuff involved in my life. Yeah, for sure. I, I could have said that I mean it could have been it could have been brought on through feeling stressed or feeling, you know, that for sure. Um like I wouldn't just think it come out of the blue. I could have for sure. There was def- there's definitely um you know, I would have said not looking after myself properly is yeah. is probably one of the things. But I will say this, Amanda, see to be honest, if I had a knew what I knew now and I had a knew that um you know, I guess when you have something like chronic fatigue and you're Googling it and you're seeing oh people saying it's in people's heads and stuff like that. when you haven't really had that before and you're just thinking you know this is a real illness to me and you're basically I find I was and I think in ways that you know it started as a physical illness but like I said after a while when you're sick for so long then it does get in your mind and Mm -hmm. I think if there was better information or someone could have explained that to me better I think I could have got better a lot quicker because what I would have did was rather than me sitting back waiting to get better I would have pushed myself maybe did greater exercise or you know if I had a bit more coaching or a bit more knowledge of the whole condition I think I would have got better a lot quicker a bit more educated on what works what helps what yes um, yeah what benefits absolutely and the part Mm. even even the part and I think sometimes the way it was framed I actually think the world's moved on though even since that's happened even 10 years rather than saying a condition is in someone's head maybe saying here this condition, you know, matter how it's sorted out, there's ways to overcome it. But some of the ways you're going to have to overcome it is battles with your mind, you know, battles with your energy levels, or do you know what I mean? Just practical things. It would really help me. Um, so when you, you were saying while you were going to the gym and all that there, and it was filling you physically, your your mind, which you had to then build up again. Is yes. That, would you have continued then with the person you know, the way you said you kind of stopped with the personal development stuff? Oh, about, so the, like, per- the personal development stuff only was maybe the last couple of years, Amanda. Um, oh, and okay. it wasn't, and, and that was, that was more because I was reading all the books, but I wasn't seeing the results. I went to what well, there's a big turning point in my life, I suppose, about a year ago. I went to Tony, Tony Robbins. I'll tell you this when he Tony Robbins a year ago. And I was the sort of person who was just living living a life of gratitude, thinking I'm glad I've got my health back and I'm so happy mm-hmm. with that. And I didn't really have any financial goals because it was just like I'm buzzing with life. And it was the first real time that I um, set a financial goal for myself. And um, I I basically hit, I hit my financial goal. I hit a financial goal that I thought was, obviously when you set goals like that, you think they're, you think they're impossible. That's why you set big goals, you know? And um, to be honest, what I did was I I had like one basic little goal and rather than me trying to um, read books and learn and look for this missing key, mm-hmm. I just worked. I just I just was an action man and I hit that goal and I realized, you know what, I got to spend all them years reading more books, trying to find out more myself, trying to learn, which is all good, good too. I encourage people mm-hmm. to do that. Yeah. But basically, Amanda, what I realized was I was stuck in books and missing life. Okay, right, yeah. And what I realised is, it wasn't, I was, I was a sociable person, I was out and about doing things, but what I realised is, I think, like, in personal development world, people say that life's a rat race, and it's nearly like everyone else outside of that world's living the rat race, but what I find to be just as true is, the personal development world is a rat race, and we're mm. all running about thinking, what book do I need to read? I would recommend this podcast, or you need to read this. Yes. And I would be a big advocate, they say to people, put the book down. Look within. Who on earth do you want to be? Yeah. What's stopping you doing it? Don't be reading the 10 pages. Go out and talk to that person. Meet up with people. I'd be a big advocate of connecting with real life people in real time and that your resources are ready within you. And yes, we all need to develop and we all need to change, but we don't need to be perfect people. We don't need to know it all. And a lot of the things that stop people is excuses like I could have said oh I'm 27 I'll just maybe get a wee normal job and I'm happy that I'm even out and about but I thought no I want everything I want to get education I want to have a successful business I want to go after everything because why not because there's nothing to lose and I think when people realize and get into their heart that you know what you have nothing to lose just go for it I know what it felt like to have nothing you know what do you think um is that sometimes I, I agree with you 
we can end up becoming so consumed by all the material and the we need to do mm. this and we need to do that and all that there and you you overwhelm yourself and sometimes you yes. can just just keep it but yes for sure but with like say for example we take yourself and we take another guy who has maybe gone through a similar kind of journey that oh that's a, doesn't it your journey but yeah like something similar to you and he has just decided oh well okay I'm just gonna make do what what is it about somebody like yourself who just doesn't do doesn't settle what is it that I don't know is it the fire in your belly is it the without you know as you said you know what's within you what what drives you forward to keep going to keep achieving to mm. keep setting the goals to be successful well one one of the things that, that i want to do in life is what that man derek did for me was he spoke words over me that absolutely empowered me that i'm a leader i'm this and i'm that he empowered me and what i want to do if anything in this world is to set people free to be that person that says, if I can do it, you can do it. And in order to, to do that and to impact people, I want to keep them through different levels. I want to keep mm-hmm. building on my story. I want to keep growing and I want to show people that, you know what, whatever's in your heart, no matter what's been in your way before, no matter what roadblocks, it's never too late. Yeah, and well, you're a prime example. <laughs> Yeah, so that's that's why that's what fires me up. It fires me up to tell people, go to university. I don't care what age you are, or get that job, or change career because what's stopping you? You know. And I, yeah. When did you start your own your own business? Then is that relatively? I for that. Um, I was I, first year uni. Wow. <laughs> First year uni, yeah. I, I, set up a, I set up a business where I was hiring out promotional staff to different businesses. And then I, and then over the next couple of years, I started doing one thing led to another, but then I started doing website stuff and social media management and logos and video and photo and just built a team. And um, yeah, it's just, I mean, really, to be honest, it's, it's this first full year that I've not been doing my master's is when my business has really took off. And that's when I started hitting my goals. And that's, you know, now, to be honest, now is when I feel like I'm only getting started. It's, it's just, but you know, like that, what did you say? You were 11 when the teacher said that, or the man said that to you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was 11, 11, yeah. And you still, that impacted on you, even at such a young age. I that, that, him, him saying, him saying, um, them things to me was, you know, the most powerful things in my life ever because, I mean, I just thought to myself, this guy sees I'm a leader amongst all these these young people. You know, we're all around the same age. And I thought, yeah, I see when somebody sees something in you, it, it makes you feel yeah. so special. It makes you feel maybe... I, and that's, that's the, that when I go back to that whole belief, when you feel that you're special or you've got something and then a fear is, what if I'm just normal? What if I'm not a leader? What if I'm just a normal person? And there's nothing wrong with that, but I've, I've had that desire, maybe, or, or that their belief, and maybe it was him saying that to me, give me that belief, but it's came from somewhere, and it's, it's the, the belief is, yeah, I'm not, I'm not meant to blend in in life. And that fear that you had that um, you were just, you know, normal or whatever, yeah, yeah. Um, have, has that fear passed you by now? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> a- a- absolutely. Absolutely. Because now what I realize is the most valuable thing to me in life is setting people free. Like for me, if somebody listens to this podcast and they think I'm, I'm only 25 and I was feeling I was too old to do something and now I'm going to do it because if he did it, I can do it. And if I can motivate or set someone free, you know, to me, that's, that's very special. It's like them, them five years or them things of me being sick. I, w- I, I was happy to go through that to become the person I am today because the person that I was before that happened we wouldn't be living the life I'm living now. Like how did you um, like just come back to the it's just it's 
you know, getting your head around like five years that you were feeling like that, how you didn't go to like, you know, a dark place, if you want that, you know, you, I, I know I've said it before and I've said it again, your inner strength and your resilience, because a lot of other people that would have just, that would have been, you know, that I don't mean the end of them, but they just would have not, they would have give up. Um, do you know what I am? Um, so there was days when obviously I felt like really upset or really annoyed and felt useless. And it was, it was upset. And, you know, I mean, it wasn't, I was getting up feeling super positive every day. Yeah. I remember listening to a podcast and, um, I got something from it anyway. And basically it was about, you know, it was about, as we basically encouraging others, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? It was something to do with encouraging others. And what I did for a while was I sent a po- I sent a positive message I think back here, back then it was before the iPhone and that. So I sent a positive message. I remember whatever phone I was doing it, you could put people in the groups of nine or ten or something. Mm-hmm. And I remember I sent about ninety something people a positive message every morning, and that people started sending me here. Can you send this to my friend or can you send this to this? Do you know what I mean? Or maybe wow. some people would message me saying that really impacted my day. That meant so much to me. And I did this for maybe maybe over a year. And see the fact that I was getting up and I was sending that message to people. It gave me a real sense of purpose. Because yes. even though I was at home and I wasn't doing much, I knew I was I was I was helping people, I was encouraging people. That was a big motivator for me for a full year. That was powerful for me actually. And it was getting myself outside of my current situation. But you see, even as you said there, whenever you feel that you have purpose, mm. it it does like I know even with myself like there'll be some days you're thinking oh okay okay you know you can't always be your human at the end of the day there's not always of course. every day that you're freaking feeling like you you can skip through the floor yeah yeah but absolutely you know, not and I, you know <laughs> absolutely and I would say to people I I would I, it's not that it's not more more here's my mindset you don't have to be positive every day Actually, one one of the, the amazing things about being human is, you know what? Just make progress or, or go put one wee step forward. You don't, you don't like uh, even in my work, okay? So I, yes, I said I enjoy it and I love it and I don't um, um, worry about getting into work or you know that feeling. But some days it's not going to be enjoyable. Some days it's going to be tough, and some days it's even going to be terrible. But it's like when you realise the bigger picture that them days are late. Are, are less often than the great days and then it's good and, and it's about putting things in a perspective and you know what i think as well and particularly just when you were touching on social media and stuff there people i feel relate more to those who and it's not like i have, i've talked about this in my stories a few times that it's not that i am wanting to hear other people's struggles and mm. you know to like rub my hands together and go ah oh, yeah they had a shit day that at all it is so that then I'm going right okay it it to me it gives me then that motivation to go okay I had a bit of an off day but that person was saying about they had a bit of an off day and they kind of turned it around and they tried xyz and it helped so mm. and again that probably goes back to me doing this podcast whenever people are telling their story their journey and how they did turn it around like that their life hasn't always been a bed of roses it gives mm. the sense of hope to other people that they can do the same absolutely and i, I would actually say people that have went through some of the most challenging things i would find um, sometimes they, they enjoy life even more at the other side yeah. of it or even going through it because you have, you have a whole other level of appreciation life becomes a lot more satisfying because it once was very painful or very dark or whatever it looks like for the person going through the situation. Um, you know, and also when you've went through something, no matter what that looks like, and you've came out and you've seen a bit of joy or whatever the other side, you know sometimes when you're going through something else that, you know what, things do get better. I've, I've went through such and such before, and I think it helps build um, resilience in you. I suppose, like, whenever you look at the Alan today, to the Alan years ago, five years ago, ten years ago. Yeah. Like when you look at what you have overcome and mm. what you are going to continue to overcome and achieve, there must be a sense of 
such pride about you and going, wow, Jesus, like, look what I've achieved. Mm. Yeah, do you know what? I suppose I never really think about it unless I'm like talking like in a podcast or something, I guess, when I actually think it all out and talk it all out. Um, and then even, I suppose there's, there's, diff- there's, there's different... Um, there's different stages and levels. To be honest, like if I look back at myself a year ago and even now, I think yeah. I've had my most growth ever in the last year. Do you know, actually, a few people, quite a few people have, have said that about the last year, that hmm. they, it's been a, a year of personal growth. And, you know, whenever you take a and you have to sit and mm. dig deep and sort of right okay, what direction am I going what the you know the people that are in my life and I don't mean that okay right but just we can get rid of the people that don't serve me anymore I don't mean it like that mm. but just you, you realize okay like how do I feel when I'm with the, these people mm. or that person or whatever are they bringing out the, the best version of me or and I know it ultimately like you, you started off by saying it yourself that's who it starts with but yeah this last year has reflection for a lot of people have had that growth mm. yeah for sure but it was just yeah I was just looking there you're saying that you also speak events is that something that you are wanting to do more of or are you already doing quite a lot well we haven't had any events recently <laughs> because yeah. of that COVID word. But is it something that you want to be doing more of? Oh, yeah, absolutely. I, I, enjoy, I enjoy speaking, you know. I, I guess I haven't been putting myself out there really much. They try to try to get doing it, if you know what I mean. But if opportunity arises, then, yeah, like doing that. I, any opportunity to encourage or speak into people's lives, I think I can be an encouragement. Then, then yeah, absolutely. would love to do that. And uh, what about like mentoring and things like that? There is that maybe something you look into? <laughs> um, I don't know. No, don't do anything like that at all. To be honest, um, I think the personal development world. I nearly, I mean, there's there's so many mentors out there. There's so many great people in that space. And um, while I enjoy being involved in it or speaking of things and all, maybe the mentoring side of it and that isn't something that I would be interested in getting involved in. I think I, I'm really laser focused on growing my business. Yeah, and I suppose in a way, you're probably doing it anyway, without actually doing it, if you know what I mean, like, because probably with your, uh, the ones that you work with that work for you and with you, you're probably motivating them and supporting them and encouraging them on a daily basis without even really realizing that you are making a difference. Absolutely. And do you know what? I think there's a lot of people seek out platforms and your, your life's your platform. You're right. Your life is your platform. And I think I would, I would be quite, a, I would like speaking and stuff, like I said, but I'm, I'm quite a low key behind the scenes sort of person as well. I don't put myself out there too much. And, um, you know, I think sometimes going on the way, doing the work and maybe come back to me in 10 years and maybe, I'll, I'll have achieved a lot more than I've achieved. And then maybe I'll say, yeah, now's, now's my time to start helping people or start giving back or starting telling my story more, you know? So what is the what is the future? Alan Wallace, what's the next the, chapter, the next, so to speak? Mm, mm-hmm. that's, a, that's a good question. I, I, I'm not absolutely entirely sure myself, to be honest. I am, <laughs> I am not sure. I know for myself, like I said, I want to grow my business. I want to, I want to, you know, grow my business is very important to me. And I, and I want to see what I really want from my future. I'm not, I'm not entirely sure. Uh, I think when um, over this whole COVID period and, and, you know, lockdowns and, and even going forward, I mean, yes, we're starting to open up, but I mean, we, we could possibly be locked down again in the future, maybe in the winter time or do you know what I mean there's there's so many unknowns at the moment with moving yeah, forward. Like I have right. even when I when I hear people saying rumors about that that, that could happen, that, that could be a reality for the next 
maybe a year and a half or two years. And um, so it's, it's nearly hard to foresee beyond that. But you know what? I'll tell you this. No matter what happens is I, I plan to, you know, grow my business and enjoying connecting with people and just, just, just really enjoying life. You know what I mean? And sometimes I think, you know, you don't, you don't really set these big goals, just really enjoy living the moment. And that's something I'd say I was good at. I, I would be one for setting goals and one for wanting more, but I'd be very good at just pausing and relaxing and yeah. saying, you know what, just enjoy today. Like, I mean, yes, I'm, I, on one hand, I'm like, yes, I want more. But if I never get more, I'm content where I'm at. And I think it's so important yeah. that we enjoy every single day. Enjoy, enjoy embrace who you are. I, I, I can't give a, a what I'm going after. But I'll tell you this, I, I want to just enjoy everything I have at the moment. Enjoy people around me and enjoy life. Um, on my on my way yes. to, you know, going after anything that I put me you'll be in like even though you're not 100 percent sure of what you say you're going to most definitely enjoy getting and i think so many people get so caught up in you know looking too far ahead and too far ahead and too far ahead i would be like yourself very much the the mindset of you know enjoy the moment enjoy the day and because if you do get too caught up in what lies ahead actually do not see what is going on around you and you don't yeah, appreciate sure. it absolutely you know so just one absolutely. more question before i let you go alan do you have uh, obviously your mindset is it's pretty bulletproof from listening to you do you have like a um a wee ritual or a wee anything that you like every day right when i get up i this is what i do to set me off on the day to make sure it has it goes you know as positive as it possibly can or do you mm. just because you're so happy in the moment you don't really need to do anything else okay i'll answer that a couple of ways amanda being honest right so i know there's certain things you can do that i've, I've got a wee meditation cushion and sometimes i meditate and i have, I have like a five minute journal and sometimes i do that um, uh-huh. And sometimes, I, sometimes I went through rituals of this is what I do every morning, A, B, C, and D. And then if I missed it, sometimes yeah. I felt a wee bit bad. But I'll say this uh, here: I listen to all the podcasts and saying all, all, telling you all the best advice, how to start your day and how to do this. And you know, I was, I was at some points going through some other like personal development gurus, their morning routine, and you know, just trying to do it. And it's like a wee tick box, and you feel better when you do it. Um, so I want to say some mornings I do certain things like that, Amanda. But there's one thing I've realized is that I can't win in my life by someone else's playbook. So just because someone else gets up at five in the morning, does their gratitude and does their meditation, does not mean I have to do that to start my day successfully. And to be honest, Amanda, some days I go up and I do some stuff like that. And other days I get up and I have a coffee. Don't meditate. Don't write goals. Don't think that. I just enjoy the morning, you know? So it's a bit, I know it's a bit of a curveball, but but why I want to say that is for people who maybe get up in the morning and they maybe don't have the best routine or they maybe just jump out of bed or they just whatever, because I'm sure a lot of people listening to this podcast would be maybe in the personal development or in the trying to better themselves. And I would encourage people, yes, meditate, yes, write down your goals or write down gratitude. But if you're not doing it, Maybe it's just not for you. Maybe there's a way that you'll start your morning and and it makes you feel more you. Because I think I went through a period where I was trying to do too many things. And like I said, if I missed them, then I wasn't feeling as good. So I wanted to go away from that. I realized that I'm a person who likes spontaneous. I like Uh different. I I actually don't like my days being exactly the same. Like if I was to get up and, and meditate, then to do this and do that. Some people love ritual. But for me, I love adventure. That's so. I would have been, and I would say, even as like a coach and a mentor, I it's the one message that I will repeat over and over. Just because I am saying that something works for me, it doesn't necessarily mean it's going to work for you. You have mm. to kind of 
find your own little routine yes. of what you like. And mm. I, whenever I started doing all this here many years ago, as I said, I would have got myself kind of caught up in the, oh, but am I meant to be po- as back to that again? Am I meant to be positive all the time? Oh, I'm having a bad day. How can I motivate other people and encourage other people to make, you know, live life or whatever if I'm not necessarily having the best day? And I used to go fucking drive myself stir crazy. And mm. then it was, right, okay, Amanda, calm. Stay. You're, you know, what we're saying here about you're living each day if you you give the tips and advice that worked for you they may work for another person they may not there might be something Mm. somebody else says that works for them but uh, yes there are people sometimes do get kind of really caught up and just when you're saying about getting up early um a guy that i had on um matt bidets he was saying about the five o'clock club and he's a very Mm. I don't. He says, "He says I don't get up at five o'clock in the morning." And he mm. says, "Still able to be successful." Whereas you'll hear so many people saying, "Oh, but you know, if you get up at five o'clock in the morning and you've extra hours in your day," and I swear to God, that's what I said. If I thought I was setting my alarm for five o'clock, I would be crying going to. Mm. Yeah. So, each to their own. For sure. You have, to find, you have to find what works for you. Absolutely. Absolutely. And as I said, just live for the moment. Absolutely. Live in the moment. Enjoy the moment. Yes, because as I say, if, you, if you focus too far ahead, the moment's passed and you, you haven't appreciated it. But Alan, I would mm. like to thank you so, so much for joining me. Um. I'll repeat it again. Your inner strength and resilience is amazing. What way are what way are you now with the ME? Is it does it flare up or is that over and done with? It's over and done with. Absolutely. I am so energetic. I'm never weak. Um, the only time I feel weak or drained is if I don't eat enough. I'm a sort of person just in general. I need my food or else I just feel wiped out. I mean, honestly, no, it doesn't impact my life whatsoever at all. Absolutely, 100% overcame it. Oh, good man. Amazing, amazing Mm. story. Amazing story. Alan, thanks again. Thank you so much, Amanda. Pleasure being on here. And I really, really hope that if someone's listening to this, no matter what they're going through, whatever situation, you can do it. It's never too late. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Brilliant. Alan, thank you. Thanks a lot. Bye, bye, bye. Take care. Bye. Don't forget to like, follow and subscribe. And remember, if talking about it has got you thinking about it and you would like to share your story, get in touch. Until next time, take care.